Radio station, WERU-FM, 89.9 in Blue Hill, 99.9 in Bangor, and streaming and podcasting at WERU.org, listener-supported, volunteer-powered radio. Thanks for your support. At 7.30 on Mondays, we always check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella, with a word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. This past Friday, the full moon of August, known variously as the red moon, the sturgeon moon, the green corn moon, or the grain moon, seemed like a fine opportunity to plant yet one more late crop of vegetables for eventual harvest in late September or early August. I've listened to many gardeners over the years swear by full moon plantings, but I've only practiced that sort of timing by convenience or coincidence, and rarely by design. In another week, perhaps, I'll sow the last of this year's garden latecomers by introducing a measure of mesclun lettuce seed to the by then gradually cooling soil, and that crop should still be gracing our plates sometime near or after Halloween. Indeed, the trick-or-treat aspects of the garden function for me as a microcosm of the trick-or-treat aspects of the great wide and wild world just beyond the deer fence. In many ways, on that small scale, the garden is like the proverbial Champs-Élysées Café in Paris, where if one sits or otherwise waits long enough, most of the world will come by. This summer I've spent the fewest moments in the garden of any summer in recent memory, although always I'm rewarded with a visitor I haven't seen before, be it animal, vegetable, or mineral. Similarly, when I'm at work at the Hancock County Bar Harbor Airport down in Trenton, many rare folks will come by for airplane rides. Yesterday, I started out the day with a trio composed of a young couple who are innkeepers in Bar Harbor and a friend of theirs who is visiting from Australia. During our flight, the young woman, who was one of the innkeepers, became quite animated when we rounded the corner of Northeast Harbor and began heading north up Somme Sound. She pointed to the left, to the steep side of St. Sauveur Mountain, where it meets Flying Mountain and forms the little natural amphitheater of Valley Cove. We played a concert on a barge down there, she said over the airplane intercom. Soon I learned that she played steel drums and a number of other instruments. In a few more moments, we were at the northern end of the sound and on final approach to the airport. Once we landed, the four of us had the sort of airplane side chat that often makes these little, not particularly well-paid flights an enjoyable experience. The couple's Australian guest had once been in the Australian Air Force, which meant that he had also been part of the New Zealand Air Force. The fellow had also done something quite extraordinary beyond his days in those air forces. He had hand-cycled all around Australia, some 10,000 miles, which had, of course, included countless courageous components, many of them involving a fair degree of humor. His name is Andreas Dajale, and he described the beginning of one excursion, where just after the start he had been knocked off his hand-cycle by a kangaroo, the equivalent of a motorcycle being hit by a white-tailed deer or a small moose. What would have been devastating for most of us became a comic moment for Andreas. Eventually, our conversation turned to children and the raising of them. Andreas plans on going back to school to become certified as a teacher and then going to work at a small school in the outback. We also spoke of the relationship of education to parenting and the often tenuous nature of that relationship these days. Thirty-nine years ago, at the tender age of 19, I became a father. Today is my daughter's birthday. Happy birthday, Jessica. From Warren, Maine, have a great day.